back with a naughty beat at the start of the podcast. So we're going to be looking at the fat burning zone and it's obviously a relation to fat loss in this podcast. Um, if you think of like an exercise machine in the gym or maybe if you've got a heart rate monitor or a Garmin or whatever it may be, it'll, it'll say, oh, you are exercising in the fat zone and um, you're burning fat or whatever when you're um, exercising at lower intensities. And basically I'll kind of explain why that is. So um, firstly, um, it became widely thought basically that exercising at lower intensities so kind of lower heart rates um was optimal for fat loss as at lower intensities we oxidize fat as our primary fuel source which would make sense obviously with a uh, exercise at lower intensity we're obviously uptaking and using fat which obviously the more fat that we use it would make sense the more the less fat that we would have long term and that's kind of not how it works. But that's not to say that exercise in this zone is not um, beneficial. For example, if you're a triathlete where you're doing long distance endurance stuff, um, obviously we want to become efficient at uptaking and metabolizing um, fat as our primary fuel source. So the more um, efficient that we get at using that as our fuel, kind of better our performance. Obviously with intermittent high intensity um, training sessions as well, but we're not talking about performance at all. We're talking about fat loss specifically. Um, so carbohydrates, on the other hand, are oxidized as our primary fuel source at higher intensities, such as interval training, um, as our body is basically rapidly requiring energy, so oxygen as well, um, and their high fatigue, and it's less work for the body to metabolize carbohydrates as fuel, so to break them down and use them as fuel, as it requires less oxygen to break down and use as fuel than fat does, basically, um, and turn it into energy we can, we can then use which is why it's our main fuel source at higher intensities. So lower intensities we um, use fat as our primary fuel source, higher intensities we use carbohydrates because it's easy for the body to break down and use. Knowledge bombs, I know. Um, let's step away from this idea though and let's talk about a bank account, right? And maybe a wee example here. So let's say you have a bank account and you have £2,000 um, accumulated uh, money. So you've got two accounts within that bank account. So you've got your savings account and uh, obviously your current account, okay? And in the savings account, you have £1,000, okay? And in the current account, you have £1,000, which obviously accumulates to £2,000. Quick laughs, eh? But no, your savings account is your stored fat, let's say, okay? And your current account is your ready-to-use energy, such as your carbohydrates and your, and your muscle glycogen, okay? So that's stored sugars. So the saving counts as a stored fat in our body, and obviously our current account in our bank is going to relate to our ready-to-use energy, so our, our primary fuel source, okay? So I've got £2,000 accumulated, £1,000 in each account. So I buy a £400 watch. No matter which account I take this from, I'm going to be left with £1,600 because obviously that £2,000 minus the £400. Now let's say I take this from my current account. I'm essentially, essentially short. Um, so sensibly, I'd obviously transfer money from my savings account into that current account to refit to the existing level, okay? So on the flip side, if I use my savings account, I might transfer money from my current account to balance that out if my savings account was obviously getting depleted. So I'm working in tandem, basically. If my current account gets uh, drops too low, I'm going to use money from my savings account to filter into that. And if my savings account gets too low, I'm going to transfer money from my current account back, okay? So I'm working together with it. So basically this is exactly the same in terms of calories expended. If I exercised in a fat burning zone, so I'll, of basically at lower intensities for longer durations, 
my glycogen levels would essentially be higher because I'm not using that carbohydrates as my primary fuel source. Glycogen is basically stored carbohydrates um, as they've not been used basically. So I transfer some from there into my stored body fat. Okay, so I'm going to transfer some of my glycogen levels because they're higher into my stored body fat because my body fat's depleting. And there's an optimal level of glycogen. And obviously once you exceed that because it's not getting used, your body um, releases insulin. Um, for example, within your blood sugar and converts that into stored energy. So obviously, um, if my glycogen levels become too full because I'm not using them, then it gets deposited into fat, all right? So I basically used my glycogen levels for my stored carbohydrates. I basically turned that into fat, so I've transferred it from one account to another because the other one was depleted. On the flip side, if I did higher intensity work where um, obviously carbohydrates is the, the main fuel source, so I've depleted my glycogen stores, which is the store carbohydrates. The hormone glucagon is released to basically convert that stored fuel into ready-to-use fuel, um, or another kind of words, basically convert fat into glucose to balance those reserves. So obviously my glucose or my glycogen levels have dropped, so then I'm at a suboptimal level, so my body kind of responds to that, and it's going to transfer um, money, or calories in this case, energy, from one account to the other to kind of balance that out. It's called, it's called homeostasis, which is a basically um, an optimal regulating um, amount, basically. So your body is always fighting for homeostasis. And the same with your bank accounts, you always want a level. You don't want one account to be really low and the other really high, for example, because um, it'll kind of stretch out a little bit, if you like. Um, the main takeaway from this is it works in a cycle. Um, just like you would if you're, obviously your current account gets low, you transfer from um, your savings account and vice versa. But at the end of the day, the balance is the same when you combine both accounts, no matter how depleted one is or the other, okay? So to conclude this, um, the body strives for homeostasis, like I mentioned, which is the optimal regulating zones, as do you with your bank account. So if one gets low, you kind of compensate with the other, and vice versa. One gets emptied, you compensate by supplementing from the other account. You getting me? So, what is better for burning the optimal amount of calories, so the maximal amount of calories? Is it um, high-intensity training or is it lower-intensity training? So it's very time dependent. So if you're short on time, you're probably gonna go towards more high intensity interval training. And if you've got more time, I don't know, you might still do high intensity interval training, but sometimes you might just do low intensity stuff, okay? So let me give you an example. Burpees, obviously a very, very tough exercise, is a high intensity exercise, all right? So let's just say you burn 30 calories per minute doing burpees, all right? 30 calories per minute. So that's a lot of energy expended, which is good. Let's say cycling at a moderate intensity, um, you burn, let's say, 10 calories per minute. So you're burning like only one third per minute than you would doing burpees, so it's lower intensity. But you can't do burpees forever, it's a tough exercise. So let's say you can only do burpees for five minutes, and if you're doing that, you're doing very, very well. Um, so burpees for five minutes, so we times 30 calories per minute times five minutes, so that's 150 calories burned, all right? Now, let's say we cycled for one hour, and that's obviously realistic, we can do that, and it's not too much of a task. Um, which is basically 10 calories per minute. So if we turn times 10 calories per minute by 60 minutes, we've now burned 600 calories as opposed to the 150 calories of obviously burpees. And that's just an example. Obviously you would do um, a lot more in the high intensity interval training than just five minutes of high intensity work, but you're getting my gist. Um, high intensity work does burn a lot more calories within that time frame but you cannot do it for as long because you're under so much fatigue. Whereas low intensity um, training obviously burns less calories per minute, but you can do it for more minutes. And that's just me simplifying it as much as I possibly can. Um, so where I'm kind of going here is basically 
when you do high intensity interval training as well, you get something called EPOC, which is elevated post-exercise oxygen consumption, which basically means because you've deprived yourself of oxygen so much, you're in an oxygen debt. So however many calories you burn in the session, you'll probably burn about 11 to 14% more out with the session. So if you burn 500 calories, you'll burn about 55 to, I don't know, 70 calories on top of that after if your body kind of really try to rapidly recover. But again, with that lower intensity stuff, you could cycle for maybe three hours and burn, I don't know, 2,000 calories, whereas you could only do low inten- uh, high intensity stuff for a, lot, a much shorter duration. So what I'm trying to get at here is it's, a, it's an overall accumulated amount of calories burned. So what's better? Depending on your time, basically. So what I'm going to say here is keep moving and work hard in and out of the gym. Pay off that credit card consistently. Don't put too much on that credit card. Um, and obviously try and pay off that credit card a lot. Um, and that's only assuming that fat loss is your goal. So hopefully that's cleared a lot of things up. Um, simplify it as much as I can, give it analogies, and listen to it again if you need to, but yeah, hopefully you're getting that. But there's not basically one that's better than the other. Um, obviously high intensity interval training is a lot more exciting as such than sitting on a bike for an hour. Um, and if that's obviously what you prefer, then do that and basically kind of try and burn as many calories doing that as you can. If you prefer obviously lower intensity stuff, and again, do that. But you can play about with it, see what you prefer. But again, it's just all about paying off that credit card and consistently and finding something you enjoy.